what's going on, everybody. It's been quite some time, but we are back. We are part of the Press for Time Gaming Podcast. My name is Benny Rose, if you don't know, and I'm here with my lovely, super, super cool, rad dude, Tyler Nethers. <laughs> Hello. That is a fantastic <laughs> intro. Thank you, man. It, this is This is awesome in many ways, as we've said. It has been a long time since we've done the show, but the biggest thing, it's been a long time since you and I have been on a call like this. Yeah. So formally miss you, dude. Really hope everything is well. Um, your house is lovely and beautiful. For Thanks. those that uh, check out our video, you'll get to see us in person. This is probably one of the few times we've done this. Yeah. Um, I think this is something that we're experimenting with, and hopefully we can bring in some visual um, podcasting along with our traditional uh, format that we have. But before we dive into what the show is about today, I wanted to take a minute to talk about just something that we might be doing a little different. Um, as I mentioned, this is traditionally a gaming podcast from Gaming Age. It's uh, a site that both of us uh, write for, and we've decided to maybe increase the content that we do um, knowing that we're more than just gaming lovers. We're into a lot of different things. Tyler loves his stuff. I love my stuff. From the back, you can tell I'm a huge toy collector. I've been for many years, but I think the COVID uh, kind of raised my insulin level a bit too high, and I went a little crazy, and you know, my collection has exceedingly grown, and I love to talk about it. So it's a, another way uh, for me to kind of share that type of stuff, but the content at its core will still be focused on the name, which is press for time. Mm -hmm. The reason that that exists is we are, you know, adults that have families, kids, responsibilities, jobs, don't always have the time that we would love to be able to do what we love, but we love to try to make the time and to talk about it and share our, our love with everybody out there. So Tyler, uh, I'd like you to take it away, say anything you'd like to say, and then we can discuss what this uh, lovely show is about. Yeah, dude, you are not kidding about COVID changing the way you collect things. Man, my movie collection has exploded during COVID because you can't do anything. It's like, man, what am I going to yeah. do? Oh, I'll, I'll watch another movie. I'll buy I'll buy 10 more movies. So um, I'm pushing up on like 2000 Blu-rays and 4Ks right now. <laughs> Which is I mean, think, and I, I have to commend you on that, because if you think about it, we, we do live in a world where the majority of movie collectors don't collect physical. I know. Uh, you Can't know, my there. my co-host from another podcast, Media Masterminds, uh, Paul uh, Legend Pop has also, for the most part, doesn't really buy physical. I'm very limited here and there, but I'm kind of itching more to going back because we're seeing a lot of this nonsense, which can be yeah. a segue into a whole nother show. I know. Yeah. You're not kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like studios are just removing stuff from their platforms from, from streaming. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. So keep up with the physical. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it's, it's the only way. Awesome. I mean, obviously at some point it'll degrade and the disc won't work anymore, but probably not within my lifetime. So sorry, kids, you're going to inherit some movies that probably don't work <laughs> anymore. But I mean, I, I never have to worry about, can I find this to watch? If it's something I want to watch, I've got it. I go to the shelf and my shelf's alphabetized because I'm insane. So I go through, <laughs> this is what I want to watch, boom, 
out. There it is. We can watch it. I don't have to hunt through 37 streaming services and try to find who owns the rights to this now. So and, I, and that that's that's it's so true. And for me, I always get the text message from the missus. What platform is this streaming on? Yeah, because our son wants to watch something, and then I have to do the research, and it's just like, why does everything have to be so problematic? You yep. know, like the idea the idea of of the that the streaming platform was great on paper, and for a while it was awesome. And I jumped late into like redeeming digital codes when I was always giving them away to to people yeah. like Paul. And then I started collecting and started. I'm like, oh, maybe I should save them, but then like again. You start seeing these studios removing stuff and having limited uh, rights and things like that. And even when you buy stuff on Vudu, it's not yours. Yeah, it's not you know, yours. You think it's yours, but you yeah. know that's, or that's Amazon, a scary people, thing. People have bought you know seasons yes. of TV shows or purchased movies, and then Amazon is just like, "Hey, sorry, we don't host this anymore." And they're like, "Wait a minute, no, I I purchased this." And they're like, "Well, no, you purchased a digital license that was only valid for however long we were able to host it for." So that's somebody that could have paid, you know, 20 bucks to buy a movie recently, you know, after it came out. And then all of a sudden it's gone and they can't get a refund. You don't get that money back. I understand it's, you know, it's only $20, but. It adds up problem, if, you, if you're buying a yeah. lot of that stuff too. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of run, run the middle. So I buy all physical, but then if, if what I buy comes with a digital copy, I do redeem it and I share right. my uh, digital library with people so people can watch what I have. You know, that's right. only a small portion. I think probably three, four hundred of the movies that I have have digital codes because I buy a lot of Criterions that don't come with digital or anything like that. But right, yeah, no, fair enough. It's a good that's an awesome thing, you know. But like you said, it's dangerous. And it COVID, is. COVID made us go kind of all in on a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know. So yeah, and it's hard to walk that back because I mean we're still technically in COVID. Like, uh, you know, I yeah. said years ago when we talked, what, probably two years ago, three years ago, that this wasn't going to change. The, Agreed. It, it wasn't going to go away. It was just going to become a thing that we always dealt with. And the way we yeah. dealt with it would obviously change. I mean, we're clearly not in lockdown anymore. Everything's open. People don't wear masks anymore, but it's still a thing. It's killing people all day, every day. So it's been and hard the last, in the last two months have not been good to most of us if you think no. about it everybody's sick not sick what is it is it covid if it's not covid but well obviously you know, yeah. everybody everybody was so so careful about not catching covid they didn't no one's getting natural immunity to the nasty shit that is out there already so everyone you know these past two flu seasons have been horrible for people agreed which yeah. I mean, there's no there's no right answer. It's better to better to avoid the COVID, but a lot of people are getting, you know, feeling the effects of that. Of, every, of everything when you think about back it. together. Agreed. Yep. Well, hopefully, time. we're at the, the lights at the end of the tunnel where we can, you know, move on to the at least this part of you and I visiting in person. Yeah, no we kidding. haven't done that in all the years we've been friends. Nope. That's a, a huge factor, but uh, you know. That day will come, and I, I look forward to that. So, mm -hmm. but why are we really here today? Because I mean, you know, the good news is, since we're going to be trying to get back to doing this, we can have a lot more of these awesome conversations. But today, we wanted to have the show dedicated to something very special. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Very special. We're going to talk about Dead Space. We're going to talk about the remake. Dead Space. For, I was going to say from two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. I mean, technically, we're going to talk about that too, but. 
Yes, <laughs> the Dead Space remake that came out this month. Holy shit. Has yeah, there ever, <laughs> Benny, has there ever in your mind been a better remake of a game? It's really tough. I know. And, and you know I'm biased to certain degrees. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel that my experience and my time with Dead Space versus my other game that I would mention, uh, there, there was a lot more of like, oh my God, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like seamless. Oh, this was terrible before. This is awesome now. Yeah. That elevates this game on a whole nother level. Yeah. But for those that are not familiar, my number one game for best remake outside of Dead Space was Resident Evil 2. It is. It was a game changer for me because it was just, it's a game that I went back to play so much. And I think that's the main difference here too is Dead Space is very near and dear to your heart. Oh, yeah. I love Dead Space. I mean, I always thought about it, but it wasn't a game that I went back to a lot. That's right. the weird scenario here. And like I had a metal band at one point. I named a song Dead Space dedicated to the game. And mm -hmm. like there was a lot of love for it. But again, like I, I was like, I was so satisfied with what I played. You know, and it didn't, it just didn't make me go back for whatever weird reason. I know, like, certain games we go back. Resident Evil, I always go back, mm -hmm. you know, and that was, that was my differentiation. Like, as far as the experience here was just playing the Dead Space remake. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, every two seconds, I'm like smiling. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just different. And it might be the next gen consoles just like elevating certain, you know, aspects of the game. To an extent, game, for sure. The, the, the game at the core is just at the foundations. It's there, yeah, and every level. It's still one of the one of the few games that I consider. You know, I considered it a perfect game when it came out. We'll talk about the asteroid section, which was a piece of shit, but the game <laughs> itself was still a perfect game. Like that was my anybody that knows me knows Dark Souls. That's my thing. From Soft Games, that's my thing. But Dead Space was my game before that. You know, um, I, I 100% at Dead Space 1 on the Xbox 360, like got all the achievements, did all the crazy difficulties, got the foam finger at the end. You go through one shot and everybody just bang, bang, and everybody exploded. Like I did everything in that game. Dead Space 2 came out. I did the exact same thing. I played it. I probably played Dead Space 2 30 times. Got wow. all the achievements, played it over and over and over and over again. I like Dead Space 3. Don't shoot me. I don't dislike it. I don't I remember it. it as much, but I know that it was a major departure exactly. for a lot of people. And that's the big thing. You know, I played Dead Space 1, Dead Space 2, over and over and over. I think I played Dead Space 3 three times, maybe, just to get all that the achievements the one that again. Co-op, right? Yeah, it incorporated co-op, and it just, it was much more of, it's kind. it kind of went the way Resident Evil went. It, it was an action game. Dead Space 3 was the Resident Evil 5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that changed everything. Yeah, you've got, you know, almost unlimited ammo. You're, it was still kind of scary, but it wasn't the claustrophobic type corridors. You could, you know, enter, you could do, you could run, which you can do in the remake, which I like, but it's still not like crazy fast. You had virtually he's, unlimited. He's hustling. He's hustling, it, but he's struggling. Exactly. You know, like you, you, you probably count, you probably considering the weight of the suit and stuff like that. Because yeah. it looks like he's struggling along, but it's like he yep. wants to move faster. And the necromorphs <laughs> are faster than you are, even when you're running. Yeah. So you're going to get got. But Dead Space 3, you could sprint, turn around, unload, 
then as soon as they got close, turn around, sprint, turn around, unload, and you were fighting just hordes of them. It took away all of the survival aspects of survival horror, and it just became action horror. It was good. So it became it became Lost Planet two then. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> much so. Uh, Man, Lost that Planet was, was such a good game. First game, first was one. amazing. Man, Man. I was, as I was playing Dead Space, I'm like, can we get Lost Planet yeah. like this? That motive, please? motive. Oh, motive. Lost Are you listening? Yeah. Please. One, email this to you. Two and three. Get out of here. No, no, no. One, especially three. Did you ever play three? No. Oh, I, 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 I put it on. I'm like, it's first person. <laughs> I think I played the. Didn't they have a demo on like the maybe. Xbox One back in the day? Maybe. Oh I my know. god, it was. Maybe it was still three. I don't remember. I feel like I played it. It was. It was. It was 360 because it was 360 PS3. Yeah, but it was, I feel like it I was Trash it Panda, and it was. It was just abysmal. I don't know what they were thinking. Two, two was okay. Like as a, I got through two, name, I finished. If you two. made it a different name, you know. Yes. It was like multiplayer focused again. Yeah, but we 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 obviously we can go on a different tangent with that. But yeah, we're off. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Dead Space One is is really the foundation, and that's what people remember, you know. And I think two has a very long lasting impression too, because that's when we really dove more into the lore and we got a bit more into, uh, you know, Isaac State. You know, I don't know how we're gonna do like spoilers if that really like do we want to be careful really no because, spoilers yeah it's, it's like if you played warning, the game before spoil 2008 and 2010 games sorry <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> <Stop> now. <laughs> but yeah you really you really don't and that's what I, it's one of the big things i love about this remake is all the lore that they have and the audio files and the text files and how they really dive into what the marker is and how the church of unitology has affected Isaac's life from the very beginning uh, and how it put strain on his relationship with Nicole and like the reason why, you know, cause it wasn't ever really made clear to my knowledge in my memory of the first game, why he and Nicole kind of had that little bit of conflict going on, you know, that that's, that's present throughout the interactions. Um, but this one makes it very clear and it, it lays out, Hey, religion is the problem with all of this you know basically if you boil it down it's it's religion and capitalism and when religion and capitalism collide it's a bad day for everybody but you know that's getting preachy about the message but the actual lore and the information makes sense yeah yeah, the information they give you in the remake gives you if this is the only one you play if you never played two never played three this is your first dead space it gives you all the context that Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 3 gave you if you hunt for it, if you actually read the logs and pay attention, which I recommend right. you do. Best audio logs, best text logs that I can think of. Agreed. There, everything, almost everything is interactive. Yeah. And for me, like the biggest, I guess, connective tissue here is the single camera. Yeah. How we focus our attention on that third person aspect of Isaac and it, we do not deter from that Mm-mm. throughout the entire game when we have our interactions with you know the audio and the video logs it's all in front of us we don't have to worry about chintzy CGI like remaking videos things like nope. that we don't have to make it look like an action sequence everything is just there and you're constantly immersed and I was like such a sucker for that and 
as I was telling you earlier, like I finished my first playthrough and I had to save like right around chapter 11 before I, you know, where it's like, can't continue any further. Right, right, right. And I went back to do like the side missions because the side missions focus on story. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there was certain aspects you can like gain access to other doors and stuff, but it was yeah. like, follow, you can learn more about, you know, Nicole's side of the story. And that was, I thought, really, really crucial. Yeah. And then, you know, learning more about the doctor. Exactly. And um, seeing the video logs in the rooms that kind of, they essentially reenact everything that happened. Awesome. Great way to do that. Yeah. And it's all in real time. 3D audio. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I didn't get to play too much with headphones, but even outside of that, him running and when you're in a panic and you're doing quick turns his heart rate increases oh my god it's like and then you start aiming it gets even crazier i'm like oh my god like such little touches and it's subconscious but i found myself you know when i'm playing and his heart's speeding up even if something's not happening i start getting anxious it's like oh i gotta okay let me relax my shoulders let's chill out he's just he's nervous but he gets nervous randomly to make you nervous and it's just such again it's it's a touch. It's a little bit of attention to detail. It's such a small thing, but it, it builds that feeling of the immersion and uh, the loneliness. Oh my God. Like, yeah, Yeah. there's other people on the ship and yeah, you can talk to them and you will occasionally spend time with them, but only very, very briefly, you are alone. And the game really nails that. And by not cutting to like a standard cutscene, and you're not safe when you're watching the video files, you can get attacked. You have to pay attention. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> I muted so you can keep no, talking. No, yeah, Sorry. <laughs> you um, you you have to pay attention to what's happening but you're also still alone. Like it doesn't, it doesn't give you a breather. It doesn't throw you into a cutscene That's like, okay, I can relax. You are, you're tense. It's like, oh my God, yes, I'm watching this, but I'm also paying attention because the ship is still making sounds. You can still hear things scuttling through the vents. You can hear the vents running. And if something comes to attack you, it will attack you still. And the funny part that I was thinking about too is like, We've grown, I feel, accustomed to survival horror-type games that have safe spaces. Oh, yeah. where you can breathe. Guess what? Even the rooms that have your shops and your benches are not safe. No. And I don't remember it being like that in the 2008 version. I feel like when you're in a room where you had those options, usually I like the enemies didn't spawn. Clearly not the case here. And I was pleasantly surprised, semi-frustrated, <laughs> but, you know, it, it reminds you, like, you got to stay on your toes. Like, just yeah. when you think everything is safe, you know? Oh, look, I have a visitor. <laughs> yep. So, you know, another really big thing I was thinking about was just, you know, the, the, the as cliche as it sounds the term dead space how how you know we get the name but the moments when you're in deep space and there's nothing nope i love that sound Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I remember it being good before, but it's just the air, the flight controls feel like they were drastically improved. That's yes. one. You know, the forgive me for this because I didn't really like try to learn the controls. So I just kind of like haphazardly kept focusing on going forward and up, right? Yeah. And it wasn't until like the end tail of the game that I realized that the L and R sides yep. tilt you. you. Can, yeah, so I you kept can. going upside down. I'm like, what is going <laughs> on? I'm so disoriented right now. Yeah. But yeah, the the whole idea of like how the word dead space, how like how they speak to not only, you know, the relationship to the story and at the end of the of the game, but the atmosphere in itself is just like this game gives you that way more than I felt I saw in the original. Yeah. But, you know, you and I talked about the big difference with you and I, with this experience is I remember certain aspects of the game. Like I remember when the tentacle comes out of the wall mm-hmm. and pull it. I remember that I remember finding everybody in the crew quarters, you know, sacrifice and self-sacrifice and all that stuff. But I didn't remember like just certain environments and certain things like how they and it gave me a better appreciation because it felt newer yeah but you know like i wanted to ask you your thoughts as somebody that really really remembers the original game like you briefly had mentioned offline that there are a lot of changes that you saw so far from what your playthrough is yeah like can you talk about a couple of those things that like stand out that are different that yeah you, that you caught so you know i'll actually step back a little bit before my my youngest came in and interrupted me um <laughs> the the safe rooms there weren't safe rooms in the original you still to my knowledge you still can get attacked um okay. that that's not a difference because i played through i played through the first half of the game like the original to get ready for the remake i booted it back up and i ran through to like chapter six or chapter seven um on my xbox series s because you know you've got it with game pass or whatever you can play right. the original version because I wanted to, I wanted to be able to compare a little closer and that that's not so much of a that that stays the same to my knowledge. Okay. Um, Fair enough. But, you know, we we talked about it offline before this, but the big one of the biggest changes is the asteroid sequence. You know, that was such a pain in the ass for so many people in the first game and it was such an out of place element in a game that was so carefully crafted. You know, it is exactly what we were. It takes away exactly what we were just talking about. You switch to first person and you're in this you're in this gun turret and you're trying to shoot down these asteroids. And it's it's not fun. It's it's a bad sequence. It's a poorly, poorly realized, poorly executed sequence. So in this remake, they just deleted it. They, they got rid of that. And now you float out in space, you reactivate the turrets and you man them from there but you you keep your third person view and you aim and you shoot and it turned what was a tedious frustrating part of the game into a seamless addition that makes sense um another big big change is actually color palette so the original sticks with pretty much that same yellow green kind of tint throughout everything um, and the remake, they did a very good job of differentiating different portions of the ship. You know, the original, it's pretty much the same most of the way through. Part of that is hardware limita- limitations. Part of that is they hadn't, you know, it was their first game. They didn't really, I mean, not their first game ever, but you know what I mean? It's the first Dead Space yeah. game. They hadn't really 
realized necessarily what they wanted, um, I think. And this one, they've got, you know, a distinct color character to different areas and different different parts of the game. And it really adds something extra. And they made it darker. Like when you have to go really? through, you know, and choose, okay, I need to change this circuit breaker. Do I want lights, life support, and doors? You only have two. So you got lights, life support, and doors. You need to get the doors open. So do I want to keep the lights on, but also be suffocating? Or do I want to keep life support on and have everything be pitch fucking black? You know? Yeah. And really, really clever. That's a choice. And you have to sit there and be like, okay, what do I want to do? Because man, when they cut the lights off, you get the, black, the deep black tiny so little good. field of view from your plasma cutter. And, and that's only you, if you're aiming. That's exactly. If you're aiming. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling you, they there has to it has to be something in the game where they amp up the volume when you kill the lights, kind of like in real life, you know, when if you can't see, your hearing gets a little sharper. Sensory. Yep. Yeah. They amp up the volume and everything sounds like it is on top of you constantly. And you can't breathe because there's no air. And they suck everything out of there. It's just. It's nerve wracking. <laughs> it is. It is. It adds a level of tension to a game that was already very tense. And with me, you know, I'd gone through it so many times. I knew where most of the big scares would come. And they changed it up. I mean, some of the stuff's the same, obviously. The tentacle snaps through at the same the same point um but other things you know spots where it's like distinct vents that you knew i'm gonna get blasted not the same this time yeah and it's not the same from run to run you know it's somewhat randomized i think so you go through and maybe a vent that popped out necromorphs came out last time you just hear it this time and nothing and having the vents malfunction and pop out on their own and make you think there's a necromorph behind you and there's not. Like they did such a good job of ratcheting up the tension and the unpredictability in the remake. So, you know, I'll, I'll kind of I'll kind of tie into something else here. And this will kind of circuitously get us back to Resident Evil. So a big inspiration for Dead Space is the movie Event Horizon which I want to say is 97. Paul W.S. Anderson wrote and directed Event Horizon and then went on to do all the Resident Evil movies. (laughs) My God. But Event Horizon is, I mean, I know they've talked about it, so it's not, I'm not just drawing conclusions. They've said it's a big inspiration, but you're on this ship out in the middle of space that has inadvertently opened a portal to hell. And the crew goes and responds to the distress call basically to figure out what happened. And it slowly makes everybody go mad. And, you know, it's a horror movie. But it was it was such a big movie for me growing up prior to ever playing Dead Space. So playing Dead Space, it was like, oh, my God, it's the Event Horizon game that I never knew I wanted. Um, and it's not a great movie. It's, it's a Paul... W.S. Anderson movie. Um, so <laughs> it's like a, like a C movie, but to me, it's one of my absolute favorites. Like, I love that movie. And if you like Dead Space, watch Event Horizon 
Paul W.S. Anderson. I own multiple copies because <laughs> they've released Scream Factory, Shout Factory's released several different um, like collector's editions, editions over the years. So I have a collector's edition Blu-ray. I have a regular copy. I've got a bootleg copy that I ripped forever ago because it wasn't available anywhere. I've got the 4K Steel Book. <laughs> it's such nice. a good movie. It's such a bad movie, but it's such a good movie. Hi, baby. Hey, I, I will never be a judge in that, and but I will give you bad news and let you know that I still have not watched that movie. And uh, other podcast host, uh, Legend Pop, <laughs> gifted me one of the, a Blu-ray of it to watch. Of Event Horizon? Day. Yeah, so I oh, have to get to it. Oh, so you've got work to do tonight. Yeah, I got to get on that. Yes. <laughs> he's, been, he's been pressing me too, so I'm sure if he hears this, he'll be like, Really? But he always makes me uh, a list of things to watch, and I don't always get to it. So yeah, I'm guilty for that. I tend to right. stray stray on my way and do my own thing. But yeah. I think we're all guilty of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So like overall, like this is this is the game that we hoped for, and then some. Would you say? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had high hopes, high expectations, and they managed to you know exceed even that. I really love it. Was there anything that you didn't like so far? Not yet. No, honestly, not a single thing that I have disliked so far. Okay. I have no complaints. And performance on PC has been fantastic. Yeah, and I was going to say for... uh... Has me running 4K 60 frames. I mean, obviously, it's not true native 4K. Anyone that knows how DLSS works, it's, you know, super sampling and upscaling. But it, it looks gorgeous. I love it. So I'd like to ask you, have you have you tweaked and played around with the different options, the quality and the performance options? No, not really. No, most okay. of the time I let NVIDIA do what it knows is going to be best, and it usually is. Got it. Okay. So that's something I did play around with. You know, I'm, I'm playing it on uh, PS5, so console difference. And uh, you have your quality option, you have your performance option, and then you have your ability to turn the grain on and off. And I played around with them just to kind of see how it takes, you know, does it take you out of the game? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like certain games like this need the grain. They need that potential slower frame rate to kind of give it the movie vibe. But it works well on every single combination that I tried. I tended to, like, appreciate a fresher look. I took the grain off for a little bit. I had it running at 60 frames. Just gorgeous. those are my two big ones. Yeah, I, I always take always take and turn motion smoothing off. Um, yeah, and I tell Nvidia like, hey, prefer I don't like performance. This. <laughs> yeah, performance is required. I need at least sixty. Right. I mean, it runs well even at the thirty frame, you know, mark. So, you know, for a game like this that has seamless controls, you know, that was a big thing for me. Like, um. I'm one of those guys that I feel like a game like this, I can't play with somebody like to watch because I'd get them sick because I'm, I move the camera so much. Yeah. And it's just, it's just something I do. I noticed it the other day. I'm just like, I'm constantly, and I'm like, that's also why his heart rate's going. Cause I don't stop moving. Right. But like it worked well in the 60 and the, and the 30 frames. So I thought that that was great. I have read online that there are a lot of issues with the Xbox release. Mm. I actually saw a couple of posts. Like one guy opened up a hat, a door, and it was space. Oh, it was it was an uncompleted room, and he couldn't go out. All right, he just got stuck at a wall. And then somebody picked up a plasma cannon, and it wasn't in the inventory, and had to start over. Yeah, you know. So 
you know, obviously we're going to always have performance issues like that. We're fortunate enough to not have had to deal with those knock on wood that we don't yeah. at all. But um, was there anything else about the game that you wanted to discuss? No, I don't think so. I think that about, that about covers it for now. We'll have our written review up. Um, I'm contributing to Benny's the primary reviewer. Um, I'm going to give him my thoughts as someone who's played the game so many times back in the day and PC performance thoughts, but we should have a written review up here pretty soon. Yeah, and just obviously full disclosure, um, EA was kind enough to provide us codes. Uh, they provided me a PS5 code. They provided Tyler a PC code so we could both ch- uh, try it, discuss it on the show, and obviously yep. provide our uh, written review. So stay tuned for that. I would say you you should be seeing that this week uh, along with uh, at the time of this uh, being released as well. But, you know, we'll leave it short today. Yeah, We'll gradually come back with some new shows and we're excited to be back and uh, looking forward to having more of this. Anything else, Tyler? No, I think that's it, buddy. All right. Everybody have a great day. Appreciate your time as always. Take care and have fun. Yep. See ya.